You know I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All but night I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key. And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see. I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south. Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth. My name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox. You might have noticed that I've uh, got a slight weight problem. No. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. Anyway, I went to this doctor. Well, he told me I, I swallowed a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome to the locker room. <laughs> and uh, we are way in Wednesday, and we played the uh, uh, Junk Food Junkie song. And uh, that is uh, that is so great. Absolutely. But certainly, we kick off today yeah. with a, a salute to service for our veterans. We want to thank every veteran who has served this country, male and female. We uh, appreciate you. We pray for you. God bless you. We love you. Yeah. And uh, thank you for your service. We are indebted to you, and uh, we can never say enough or do enough. And hello, Steeler fans. uh, This Veterans Day, make an impact for our veterans and their families by supporting Operation Homefront, 11 Days of Impact. Donate $11 or more and send a message of thanks to those who serve. Every dollar counts. Visit operationhomefront.org backlash 11 days of impact all right thank you so very much well let's get to it yeah chalooch you and i had weigh-ins today yeah well for me i what can i say i was waylaid by my wife the dear faith i weighed 303 Wow. It was a pizza party last night. She brought home a couple of pies from the supermarket. They weren't even good ones, but I ate them like crazy. I was so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. I just kept eating them. I can't believe it. It's not like they were like wonderful pizzas. They weren't caliente pizzas. Oh, I should have held out for caliente. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> 303. 303. Oh, my heavens. Oh, I got to get serious here. We're going the wrong way. Yeah. So, all right. I have confessed. Now it's up to Tunch. Tunch and you, you're supposed to get over 200. I, I weighed 198 yesterday at, at the doctor. Oh, that's awful. Oh, for crying out loud. What are we going to do? You got to start putting pennies in your pockets yeah. for weigh-ins the way Colby used to do. Put quarters and stuff in his pockets yeah. so he could weigh more. Oh, the shame. How can you not get over 200? How can I not get under 300? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Well, welcome everybody to Weigh In Wednesday. Yeah. And if you are weighing in today, we'd like to hear what you're weighing in. Right, right. <laughs> and if you at all were undermined by your dear wife, who who had a pizza party the night before Weigh In Wednesdays. Oh. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I wanted I wanted to weigh in uh, Wednesday uh, for a pizza party. Did you? What did you eat last night? I, I ate uh, Chipotle. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you eat a lot of it? Yeah. No. Okay. All yeah. right. What's a lot of it? Was it just like one serving? Right, right. Ah, oh, crud. Yeah. See, I got to get you back up. You know, when I first met you, right, you owe me. Yeah. Right? Because how did you get to be a pro bowler? Yeah. Because I taught you how to eat big. Yeah. The Wolfley rules of eating back then as football players was, yeah. if it's not nailed down, eat it. Yeah. You know, if you don't have to wrestle it or it doesn't fight back, eat it. And then if you can't sleep on your stomach. If you can sleep on your stomach, stomach at night, you didn't do your due diligence. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so you got to get with yeah, it, yeah, 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 I got yeah, you yeah. back in 1980. I taught you how to start eating big. And so now in 2020, I got to teach you how to eat big again. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I got to go the other way. So, <laughs> so you know, uh, uh, we, we were uh, um, COVID-19, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know the 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 guys uh, have uh, COVID nineteen. Are you talking uh, about had, the latest with Ben Roethlisberger yeah, ben, and Vinny? Ben Roethlisberger, Vinny, right? Jalen uh, Samuels, Jalen Samuels, and, and uh, there's one more. Oh, uh, Gerald Hawkins. Gerald Hawkins. Yes. Uh, so they they're on the COVID list, right? What do you think's going to happen this week? Well, I don't know. Well, they're eligible to come off Saturday. Yeah, and uh, you know you're expecting good things, but then again, you never know how these things pop out. Right. You know, right, they right, right, seem right, to right. Have right. their own. I don't know. Yeah. So my my hope and prayer is Ben is fine. You know, Vance is the only one that that actually tested positive. Positive. Yeah. So he's down for the game, but for Ben, uh, so Vance McDonald. Uh, is down for the game, right. even though he pest, uh, uh, test negative uh, Friday I, or Saturday. From what I heard, I thought he was down for the game. Right. What I read because there's this, the, the earliest income is next week or something like that. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, these there's so many protocols. And they're, right. It's like Mike Tomlin says, you're on the phone all the time to New York. Yeah. The latest and greatest of this and that. And I, you know, it, it is what it is. And so you just deal with it. You roll with the changes. You roll with the punches. You know, you do all those things. And, you know, you hope that you can line up with all the people you need. So, you, you know, uh, you're, uh, you're, you, you have been exposed but you don't have the COVID-19. Right. Now, when they say exposed, what they're saying is this. They wear these trackers. Yeah. Okay? And those trackers track when you are sitting for 15 straight minutes. Yeah. Interacting or, or being in close enough that they it can download the, the data. Yeah. That's when they go to the analysis, and then they go to the contact tracing. Right. And so then they go through. And so... Ben's locker is right next to Vance's. Right. Okay. And then uh, the other guys, I don't know how, uh, but the analysis of those data tractor, trackers they wear, I should have one was like for food. Yeah. You know, it'd be like <laughs> data, tra- data trackers. 
<laughs> how does how do you spend seventy five percent of your day in the kitchen? Yeah, by the refrigerator. The data tracker is exploding. <laughs> yeah, that's pitiful. Yeah, that is so pitiful. Good grief, man. Well, I uh, you know. Are you gonna? Are you gonna start losing weight? I was. I was trying. I was. I thought I was going. I was going down. Yeah. I thought I was doing good, but then you know you get this un, unplanned for pizza party, and before you know it, you're just stuffing your 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 pie hole with yeah. pizza. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So I did. Um, <laughs> Jake. Jake was looking at me going. Much so, shame. Wh- so much shame. Where did Faith get the pizzas? Well, from the supermarket. Oh. You know, she went to the store. And it was just one of those things you grab. You know, it's they're on sale or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just grab them and you know, because you feed the kids. It's quickly, not. You know. It's not Caliente. No, it wasn't Caliente. I'm. I'm so ashamed because then at least I could say, well, it was Caliente's and it was worth it. Yeah. But this, what am I going to say? You know, it was just. It, it was what it was, and I, 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 I'm so ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> 303. 303, man. But it's not my all-time high, so I'm still below that. Right. <laughs> so welcome, everybody, as we move ahead now. So we are- t- And we're going to have- uh, Yes, coming up in the next hour. Kyle no, I'm sorry. Wolf Lee. 1020. We are having our salute to service because we are bringing in, not bringing in, calling in. We have um, my son, Tunch's adopted nephew, uh, that would be uh, Major Kyle Jacob Wolfley, who will be uh, checking in with us, and we will talk to him about his service, and what he, it means to him, yeah. and about uh, his life, and uh, all things good. When, when he went to... Uh, um before we uh, went to Afghanistan, uh, you baptized I him. I baptized him. That was a huge, yeah. huge moment, man. Yeah. It really was. And uh, for me, that was that was an amazing day. You know, yeah. it was amazing because, uh, you know, because you know where he's going. Yeah. He was going to uh, an area where um, it was it was a combat theater. Right. You know, I mean, there was things going on there. And uh, I, and I you praise let God your, you, he stayed healthy. You let your beard grow. I did? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, we had Kiesel up at training camp at the show. Yeah. And Kiesel's going, what's the matter? He can't grow any more hair. You know, because he had the beard and everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I can grow some. Well, when I started growing it, that's when Kyle left to go right. to Afghanistan. Yeah. And I will never forget as it's growing and it would itch. So I'd start to itch and then somehow Kyle would pop into my head, which he did all the time anyhow, but pop into my head and I'd be scratching and then I'd be thinking about it and I'd be praying for him. And I really learned how to pray without ceasing that year. That year, I believe it was 2011, was the worst year of my life in many ways because you were living every day in fear, you know, because of what he was facing over there. So... Um, we'll we'll be joined by uh, Army uh, Major Kyle Jacob Wolfley at, at about ten twenty, and um, we want to again reiterate and say to all of our armed forces men and women, we love you, man. You guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah, just awesome. Thank you for your service. Yes. We love you, and uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, the sacrifices. The sacrifices. You know, I remember how many times have we walked through an airport and you see. Some armed service members right. leaving their family, yeah. you know, and I, you know, there's so many times I wish I'd just gone over and hugged them, prayed for them. Yeah. You know? Well, we we have. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you wish each and every one. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
just to thank them for what they're about to go through, their families. Because yeah. the biggest thing I learned with Kyle being overseas and in harm's way was the fact that uh, it's the families that suffer so much at home because they are home by themselves, and you never know, and you're always afraid of that phone call or that uh, government vehicle pulling up in front of your house. You were a Levite. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, you, you uh, didn't. Didn't cut your hair or shave no, your beard. Didn't didn't cut the hair. Didn't shave the beard until he got he came home. Yeah, you know until he got out of harm's way. So <laughs> he called me. I'll never forget. He hit Jeremy. And said, "Dad, you can shave now because you, I know you're looking a little scruffy." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Kyle is uh, is a great young man. Yeah, thank and, you. And uh, love him. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was an honor for me to baptize him. And it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah. And it was was so important before he entered, uh, you know, uh, the the fray in in Afghanistan. And, you know, we'll talk to him about it, but he survived uh, IEDs and and combat. And uh, the Lord brought him through. So we are so grateful and thankful. And um, I speak that way to all the parents of all the the young men and women yeah. who have served because uh, I uh you do understand you, wake, you woke up you do understand the sacrifice yeah. so yeah all righty so Chiluch, we got to get back to uh what we got to do before I start crying yeah 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 that, so we were talking about the covid list and we we're talking about uh the fact that Ben Roethlisberger when one of the things that you go is like oh uh, oh wow you know, he's going to be at home. What do you do? And like I were talking about yesterday, do you get the, the dear Ashley, his wife, and you say, honey, can you run some go routes for me? Uh, how about some comebacks, you know? Let me zing a couple in there. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know I, how it is. When you coach up your wife, you know, things just don't go right. I, you know, I, I think um, uh, he, uh, he he he's going in uh, uh, to the backyard and putting a garbage can up. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just toss a lob some yeah. out there and that sort of thing, you know. Um, but, you know, it's like Mike Tomlin said. He's got 17 years of yeah. doing this. It's not like this is any sort of new thing to him. He can handle playing the mental gymnastics like we used to have to. Right. You know, because we always said, you know, if you weren't practicing, then stick right there, hear the call. Go through it in your mind and, and rehearse the play. Yeah. And get in the theater of your mind, which I'm sure that he does magnificently. So he's got that going for him. So hopefully we get that. Uh, he, he's able to lock and load with that. The other thing is we need Vinnie Williams. Right. I mean, based on the fact that two weeks ago you had uh, Tennessee hit us for 265 rushing yards. Last week, buck 44. I'm sorry, it wasn't Tennessee. It was uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. And uh, buck 44 last week. Um, you know, against Dallas, you say, yeah, we need Vinny. Yeah. Vinny's got to be the man. He's got to get the job done. Yeah. Vinny uh, attacks and Robert Spillane attacks. I love that kid. Yeah. The guy's, the guy's doing great. Yeah. You know, I, I watch him, watching his, his pass coverage. People say, oh, he's just, you know what? He, he does a good job he's, of pass coverage. Does a good dive. You know, yeah. I mean, he had it, a pick six. He did have a pick six. Yeah. How bad could he be doing if he's got a pick six? Yeah. You know, so he's doing 
Um, I think he's doing about as well as you could hope for for right. a young man stepping in and yeah. doing that. You remember, you're stepping in for a unicorn, as they call him, Devin Bush, a guy with such great football attributes. How do you replace that? Right, right. You know what I mean? So that's extremely difficult. But Robert Spillane is doing a great job. I love I, – they should call him uh, Mike Hammer. Mike you know, Hammer. The, uh, you know, Mickey Spillane Mickey is an Pus- author who created the, the fictional personage of, uh, you know, Mike Hammer. So – that would have been great. All right. Uh, we're we're going to take a break. We're take and, a break. And we're going to uh, be back with uh, Major Kyle Jacob Wolfley. Official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. Okay, Steelers Nation, let's talk about Operation Homefront's 11 Days of Impact campaign. In honor of Veterans Day and our mil- military families, Operation Homefront, a trusted nonprofit serving America's military families, is raising $111,000 to provide provide much-needed financial support to families who are struggling to make ends meet. I know Pennsylvania is proud of our military and veteran families here. During these unprecedented times, our military families need us now more than ever. So please join me and let's make an impact together. Every dollar counts. Donate at operationhomefront.org backlash 11 days of impact. All right, it is my privilege at this time I want to bring in a young man who uh, he is a uh, United States Army major. He is a Department of Defense Awards winner of the Bronze Star Medal, Meritorious Service Medal, the Army Commendation Medal, Army Achievement Medal, Afghan, Afghan Campaign Service Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and the NATO International Security Assistance Force Medal. Also getting his airborne, his Ranger tab, his airborne badge. And I got a bunch of badges, but I got to bring in my son, Kyle Jacob Wolfley. We are so thrilled to have you in the locker room, son. And that was your dad just blowing the whole intro. But I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Well, hello, Dad and Uncle Tunch, and uh, no introduction necessary. I'm your son, most importantly. I'm I'm a father and husband. Those are my best titles. Oh, we are so proud of you, Kyle. Uh, We love you, and we are so proud. We brag on you all the time. All the time, my son. So how is it up in West Point where you're at? You know what? It's been remarkably beautiful for this time of year. So when I was a cadet, you know, we would not be looking forward to what we called the gloom period, which would come down in about November, where it gets a little bit, you know, a lot of mountains around here. And, and uh, you know, West Point is a wonderful place. It shaped my life incredibly. I'm so thankful for it. 
But when you're a cadet, you know, it's a little tough. Life is tough, right? <laughs> um, so it gets a little dark and gloomy. But the Lord's been blessing us with some nice sunlight. So I went on a run yesterday, and it's been beautiful. So things are very well up here. Thank you. So, Kyle, how is it teaching at uh, West Point? It's a remarkable experience, and my, my students are always shocked to find out that this was a little bit of a dream of mine when I was a senior. And, you know, I tell them, you know, you know, I really wanted to come back. And they're like, sir, you couldn't pay money for me to come back and, and, and come back here and teach. And I tell you, you know what, you can pay for this. And I'm thankful that I do. Um, because uh, to me, I've really learned that uh, a big part of leadership is teaching. And it was something that you do informally when you learn how to be a platoon leader, a company commander. You know, whenever you're trying to transform lives and make people better uh, tomorrow than they are today, that requires mentorship and teaching. And uh, it's something my dad uh, really instilled in me growing up. He was, uh, you know, dad, you were a constant mentor and you would use opportunities, um, which I felt like were punishment at the time, but really was instructing me how to be better. So. I've sharpened, I hope that I sharpened my ability to be a leader by this experience and getting cadets to think critically and to be smarter so that they can lead our soldiers. It, it's really been a great blessing. So, Kyle, Kyle. Hold on, I got to ask. Go all the way back to when you left for Afghanistan. What was it like? What were you thinking when you left? When you were baptized. Well, <laughs> hold on. That's right. So, Uncle Tunch baptized me, and, right. and uh, it, was, it was very necessary especially, you know, before I was going to combat. So, I mean, I, I look because I call myself an old man now. Uh, you know, in my mid-30s, my dad would obviously laugh at me, but I was, I'm pretty sure I was 24 years old when I deployed, and I was, in, I was responsible for about 35 soldiers in combat and second in charge of an outpost for a district of about 20,000, if I remember correctly, in eastern Afghanistan. And it's almost remarkable how much responsibility we give to these young leaders when they graduate West Point. Uh, I mean, these are some remarkable young 20-year-olds, but then you hand them over to a platoon with some uh, experienced combat leaders and soldiers, and you say you're leading them now. And so I, I just remember I, I felt very confident, but looking back now, I almost, it was almost amazing how much responsibility I was giving. It's a very humbling experience. Um, but I was excited to serve and, and protect the nation, and so I, I hope that I did that. But um, I was glad to be able to come back and bring all my soldiers back. It, it was it was a blessing. Oh, yeah. No you, question about it, young man. You know, you gave the old man, like, palpitations for a year when yeah, you were yeah. <laughs> We were praying for you every day. Every uh, day, man. And then your, uh, and your dad... Uh, took a Levite vow, and he <laughs> and he he grew his beard and his hair, and then you know beard, I remember that the must the picture is right up at the, the studio. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I think uh, sorry, Uncle Tinch, you mean her up, but I want to say I think he was trying to compare his beard to Brett Kiesel. <laughs> well, it started off with me and Keys having a little dosy do about who could grow a beard and who couldn't. And uh, that's when it turned into a whole thing when it started itching like crazy. Yeah. And uh, that's when I'd start praying for you. And I learned truly how what it meant to pray without ceasing. And, by the way, itching, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it sorry, was. Uncle Tinch, yeah. It yeah, was I, a I, big I, year. Uncle Tinch, you had a question. Oh. You wanted, to, you wanted to ask him a question. So, so uh, what's it like teaching knowing that your dad was only an <laughs> attendee and not a graduate? 
Well, you know, despite, you know, you know, despite what my dad may tell you, you know, he is a, a voracious reader. And uh, I know, you know, when we were growing up, you know, sitting in the living room, my dad would always have a book in front of him and always encourage me. So he might put on that he's like, the, you know, this, this big dummy or whatnot, but I don't buy it for a second. Um, <laughs> I don't buy it for a second. And, uh, you know, he, he had a different calling. Uh, you know, he was, he was a, uh, you know, like you guys were warriors on the, on the football field and he's inspired so many lives that way. But, uh, but again, it is great to, to try to produce like really thinking leaders and it's a tough world out there. And I teach uh, classes on national security, international politics, and certainly never a dull moment in the classroom, but, you know, the soldiers might find them or the you know, future leaders might find themselves in Europe, you know, uh, during training missions or deployed somewhere. And they really got to think hard. Um, so, you know, I, I did borrow that from my dad. So I not only did I get his great dancing skills, but my love <laughs> my dad too. <laughs> oh, I love this. My son, it's such a joy to talk with you and do this on the air. And it's so wonderful. And I know you got family down in uh, uh, Ohio there that's listening too. And so shout out to the Kinseys and and all the, the small woods down there and the, fa- the family that uh, we love so very much. And um, so tell us what it means to serve your country. What does that mean to you? So, you know, it's, I think one of my favorite kind of aspects of service is the idea of sacrifice in that the idea is that you put others' needs above your own. And it's something that, you know, we grapple with every day and struggle with. And I certainly fail in this, in this encounter, you know, uh, daily, but I think it's always a good reminder, uh, to, to basically honor others and make sure that they are taken care of. And my soldiers in Afghanistan sacrificed, uh, some have paid the ultimate sacrifice Mm -hmm. from, you know, my broader unit. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I, uh, our Dean sent out a note the other day and quoted, uh, president Eisenhower, you know, former, Supreme Allied Commander during World War II. And I just want to read the quote that she sent, because I think even in these hurried times, she has, she asks us, you know, to stop and remember, because I think that's what, for me, Veterans Day does. It just kind of puts a pause on everything and says, let's just remember the sacrifice that others have given us. So he says, in 1954, on Veterans Day, let us solemnly remember the sacrifices of all those who fought so valiantly on the seas, in the air, and on foreign shores to preserve our heritage of freedom, and let us reconsecrate ourselves to the task of promoting an enduring peace so that their efforts shall not be in vain. So to me, this is just uh, as, as necessary and relevant in 2020 as it was in 1954. And it's honoring those who came before us that we protect this great republic of the United States we have. And um, so during Veterans Day, I, I try when I can around this time to reach out to some of my soldiers that I had. And it's really amazing to them to see even after military service, they go and serve their communities. And their one soldier, uh, you know, was a uh, W amputee after an IED explosion, mm. but um, he's turned it around. The guy is scuba diving. He's snowboarding. <laughs> he's inspiring other veterans. Wow. I've got another that's studying to be a chemical engineer in, uh, in, in California. I got another who's been a nurse and just helping people every day. So I just think, you know, sacrifice in the military service, whether you continue on in the military and, and try to, you know, continue to be a leader or you go out into your community and make them better. To me, it's, there, there's no better calling than to be in the military. 
Call me biased. Call me biased, but I love being in the military. <laughs> oh, I think you do a great job, and I know you love it in there, and I know your your, your precious wife, Danessa, loves it as well. And, of course, hey, by the way, how are the twins doing? <laughs> oh, good. You know, I tell you what, the, uh, you think you have leadership. You never have leadership figured out right, but you think you're at least decent at it, you know, after some commands and some platoon leadership, but – I tell you what, I was not the leader prepared for twins. Uh, you know, my goodness, parenting, you know, fa- being a father or mother is such an important job in this world that I, I was not prepared for. And, to, to, you know, the Lord blessed us with two and one. So we're playing man-to-man coverage, but sometimes we just got to go to you know, zone defense. You know, dad, my dad's trying to teach me different defensive schemes here, but um, they're doing great. But they're on the run. They are. They're, they're talking. They're singing songs. Oh, it's um, beautiful. Their own personalities, and um, it, it's it's they're they're doing really well. Yep. Kyle, and just we got about a minute to go, but um, what would you say to a young man or woman that would wanted to go and uh, serve their country? I would say uh, if you want to feel like you have a, a purpose and you want to be a good teammate and leader um, and serve your country, then the military is a great place. I've been blessed to have a lot of soldiers that I've learned from. I really do feel like it's a transformative experience. You take some people from all different backgrounds, some who do not grow up, uh, you know, with a lot, some who came from very difficult uh, parts of the country, and you all come together for a single purpose. So I, I think it's great, and I think I would encourage you know, young men and women to consider uh, military service um, to really contribute. And I know there's all sorts of jobs out there and, and whatnot, but, um, but it's important more than now, more than ever, I think that we, we step up to the call of service. So, um, feel free to email me, Kyle Wolfley at gmail.com. If you have any questions, be happy to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, 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 we are so proud of you, Kyle. We love you dear. And, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, today. Thank you for the blessing and privilege privilege of you joining us in the locker room my son yeah love you way to go buddy no. nice job hey, say go Steelers. <laughs> all right well done and that of course is cap or major kyle jacob wolf i got i blew that yeah. major kyle jacob wolfley of the u.s army thank you for joining us what a privilege we love you buddy love take you. care all right, so that was boy, boy, that was uh, that was so cool talking. Right. To, you yeah, know. That, I just love the way he's talking about the twins. He said I was not ready for that. <laughs> All right, I guess we're gonna go to break, and we'll be back after this. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. game but you know they had a big punt return they had a big kick return um they were a step ahead of us and they were aggressive and you got to give them credit for that 
and uh, we'll just get back in the lab, man, and, and get back to work this week with, with, with the intentions of being better versus the bank. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Hello, Steeler fans. This Veterans Day, make an impact for our veterans and their families by supporting Operation Homefront 11 Days of Impact. Donate $11 or more and send a message of thanks to those who serve. Every dollar counts. Visit operationhomefront.org backlash 11 days of impact. And so... Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Boy, was that fun talking yeah. with Kyle Jacob. Yeah, that course, was so great. You know, much love out to the Kinseys. That's uh, Danessa's family down there in ohio and uh we love them guys and yeah uh, so yes we our families are joined together and very most humbly proud of our son so anyhow yeah moving on i'm proud of your son too yes i know well yeah. you're he, you were like his is you are his uncle yeah you know, he as he said uncle tunch yeah it's always been that way yeah you yeah know? so uh, and my 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 kids call you uncle <laughs> exactly Craig. Too. Yeah. sometimes uncle wolf <laughs> Sometimes yeah. Uncle whatever, yeah. Uncle Fat Guy. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone. CR from Chicago. CR, thank you for your service for 24 years of service. Hey, you two, all focus. You know, I'm sitting in Chicago. How the heck is everybody doing this morning, guys? We are doing great. Great. Yeah, it's it's uh it's exciting to be here with you, especially on this specific day. Uh, let me just go through my little my little spill here. We want to um. Say a, a shout out to our inside the locker room, uh, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, hey guys, we picked up two new uh, people yesterday, so oh, we have the 72 individuals that call in uh, pretty, pretty regular, and uh, that, that's pretty exciting. As far as um, our inside, uh, our promo, uh, you know, uh, download, I just make it sure. Yesterday uh, I had some, some challenges with, with my uh, cable and stuff, so I called up the people to send somebody out, and the guy that came out was. Um, he saw my flag in the front yard. He was a Steeler fan, so we got got to talking. <laughs> and the first thing I did was gave him the uh, I gave him the uh, inside the locker room information and told him to, to give you guys a call. So, so that's very good. See, oh, yeah. how many conversations do you start up on average with people you know over Steelers every other day? All right. Oh uh, well, well, to be honest with you, I usually wear my Steeler gear all the time. I had or something. I always had right. something on. And, uh, like, the guy came up yesterday, because I had on my little pajama kind of thing, my Steelers and everything, and my flag and everything out there, and he said, uh, you you wouldn't be a Steelers fan, would you? I said, no, man, what makes you think that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, because uh, said, I'm a Steelers fan. And as soon as he said that, my next question was, you a Steelers fan? I said, well, my, my, my comment is like, well, hey, I got to give you this information, because if I don't give you this information, I can't get to the Steelers, Steelers side of heaven, you know? And so that's uh, when I come up with the um with the information he gladly took it down and put it in his phone and everything and that's so, funny uh, that's cool uh, yeah that, that's that's exciting man uh, on on the veterans day side um i want to also i want to give a shout out to your son uh uh, major, I guess it's Major Wolf. Major, yeah, I blew that thing. You know, here's the thing about it. My poor son, you know, he's, he's got so many, you know, awards and badges and everything. You know, I didn't even get a, a, an attendance award <laughs> in college. Hey, I mean, it's it's terrible. It's really terrible. I, I understand where you're coming from. 
Well, I, I got two shout outs. And uh one is to uh Master Sergeant retired Master Sergeant Joseph Atkins. He uh was born in Brooklyn uh with me and him, uh with four of us that started out together, uh and they all went to the military. And uh so Joe and I have been friends since uh well he, he was born in forty four and I was born in forty five. So uh and we still friends today, we still talk on the internet from time to time. And uh so I just want to give a shout out to him. And then my other best friend is retired Master Sergeant uh, Rudy Bulwell. He started out in the Air Force. I think he spent about five years in the Air Force, and then he transferred over to the Army, and he spent uh, 20, I think 24 years or 22 years in, in the Army. So, And we're still friends. We talk on the phone just about, you know, at least once every two weeks or two or three times in one week, whatever. So I just really appreciate those guys. And, guys, you know, to, to, be, to have a military buddy, for all these years, somebody that you can count on, somebody that knows what you plan. It's kind of like you two guys. Right. You you were in the in the in the on the field together, so you you got ideas and concepts and, and relationships that other people don't have because you got this connected connected connectedness. And so uh, I feel the same way about the military. You know, I will, I hold on, this ACR. Hey, my son refers to that in the military as battle buddies. Do I, do I have that right? Okay. Yeah. That'll work. Battle buddies. That'll work. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I do get emotional this time of the year because I think about all the sacrifices that we, um, absolutely specifically the, the African-American, has made t- towards the military to make this country, uh, the, for lack of a better word, the best country in the world. Right. And all the things we've done. And then, you know, we still got to go through so many challenges and so many changes. So, um, you know, with that being said, I won't get any deeper than that. Uh, but uh, I do love it because I remember back in the day, man, in the '60s. I mean, you know, when we had all the riffs and everything. But you over in a, in a in a combat hole, and you got a guy that can't stand your guts. But when you in that hole, it's you and him against the world, and that's <laughs> something that this um, right. just like you guys on the front line, you know, uh, yep. out there on on the offensive line. So uh, we'll talk about the Steelers a little bit. I don't have a whole lot to say. I'm just. Uh, Waiting for you guys to, to switch over so we start talking about them in this game coming up uh, uh, Sunday. You know, they switched the game to, to, to 325. Uh, what are your comments on that? Well, it's obvious that, uh, you know, it's going to be a prime game. It was kind of funny because I was listening to somebody made the comment that, uh, well, you know, the Steelers, if they don't have Ben, uh, the Bengals. You know, they they probably can't beat the Bengals. And I'm sitting there going, well, you know, it's so funny because, well, if they don't have Burroughs, you know, that <laughs> I don't think they stood a prayer of a chance. Look, the fact is you got, you know, Ben hopefully will be able to be back. But I still, right. I, even with Mason, and I don't say even with Mason as any sort of derogatory. I mean, Mason is very good. I'm comfortable with Mason. Right. But the fact is you want Ben. He's your big gun. Obviously, you want him back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ben is so good. And he is, and you know, when. And, 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 and his he, leadership skills. Yeah, Guys fall in the line. Yeah, yeah. And, and if he is um, uh, struggling in the first half, he plays well in yeah, the second he half. He can still pull it up. Yeah. No worries there. Yeah. Well, the thing I've been saying all year, and I probably will continue to say it, is that this is a very unique year. Uh, not only with the COVID-19, but with everything, specifically with the Steelers. And right. people are throwing all this stuff on, on the Steelers, but yet no matter what you say or how you say it, uh, pros, cons, 
Uh, the Steelers are still undefeated at 8-0, and there's no other team in the NFL that's in this situation. We have these struggles, and it's meant, like you say, iron sharpens iron. Right. These struggles that they're going through are sharpening them to be uh, a, a better team and, and the next man up. So in the end, I still think we're going to be on the top uh, with that seventh trophy. So they can say whatever they want. So, all right, guys, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time because I know you got other people in there. I want to give a shout-out to Jacob. Uh, he's, he's a bad boy, man. He's got some good stuff, and I really appreciate him. So uh, with that being said, in the meantime, in COVID-19 between time, here we go, still is. Here we go. Thank you, CR. Appreciate it. And again, thank you for your service, Thank you sir. for your service, CR. Appreciate God that. bless you. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Well, that you know that that to me that's one of the craziest things is when you come out and you say, well, if they don't have Ben, the Bengals can beat them. Well, no, yeah, I'm, I'm still, still. I mean, I understand, but you're saying without Ben. Well, you can say without Burrows, you couldn't beat the Steelers. Right. I mean, come on. You know, I think the defense is going to. Uh, I, I, they've I, got, I, they've I, got to reload. Yeah, I don't think the. Um, uh, offensive line of the what Cincinnati I've seen thus far is, is um, uh, I'm surprised BJ Finney isn't starting. Now. Yeah, yeah, you know because some of the and again I go back to maybe one of the perfect example. Maybe he doesn't know the plays yet. Well, I'm sure that he's only been there for a week or two. Yeah, you know. But the fact is, I, I, looking at it, and you go anytime you go wall left and you leave as the guy un, un, uncontested. To run at the quarterback, right. Calais Campbell. Yeah, six foot eight, three hundred pounds of Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell uh, uh, strained his calf. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about watching him on film when the Bengals played against the Ravens yeah. in preparation for the Steelers playing the Ravens, and I couldn't believe it. Just watching, go wall left, and Marlon Humphrey comes off the corner, and you got the left tackle and tight end who is staying in max protection. They both go to pick up. Uh, Marlon Humphreys and the the left guard and center they take the nose tackle and you leave Calais, Calais Campbell. Campbell all by yourself to run it Joe Burrows I'm sure yeah. if I was Burrows I'd go wait a minute what genius up front made that call yeah. <laughs> so regardless uh, the Cincinnati Bengals will come they're doing well they've 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 had the lead in all what the last in the last quarter. Over the last three games, they've had the lead going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, this is a team that's uh, you know it's getting better. This Burroughs kid is good. Yeah, he's very good. He is very. But he's very fumbled good. eight times already and, and threw five interceptions. Right. So yeah, and you know what? He's uh, uh, you've got to get in his face. Yeah, they will. They will. Yeah, and uh, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room and. Uh, uh, we uh, we wanted to just uh, celebrate our veterans. Yes. Uh, and uh, he's uh, we're we're gonna be, be. Yeah, we're going. We're, we're going be back to, in a minute. We'll be back in a minute.
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Okay, Steelers Nation. Let's talk about Operations Homefront's 11 Days of Impact campaign. In honor of Veterans Day and our military families, Operation Homefront, a trusted nonprofit serving America's military families, is raising $111,000 to to provide much-needed financial support to families who are struggling to make ends meet. I know Pennsylvania is proud of our military and veteran families here. During these unprecedented times, our military families need us now more than ever. So please join me and let's make an impact together. Every dollar counts. Donate today at OperationHomefront.org backlash 11 days of impact. There you go. Yeah. All right. So let's now welcome... When you hear the Allman Brothers, you yeah. got a good idea who's coming. And that's yeah. Steel City Insider, Jim Wexel. Wex, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys are, are making me known like that. <laughs> the Allman <laughs> Brothers guy. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm turning 60 soon, and I've waited a long time for this. <laughs> You're going to be 60? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I look, here's the deal. I'm 62. And I look at you, and I look at me, and I go, yeah, there really is a difference between mileage and terrain. Right. <laughs> I, th- I think my terrain's been a little bit more, a little harder because you're looking pretty good, buddy. Your train is slow. <laughs> terrain. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate that. Well, you know what? Uh, we we in the writing assembly must. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and, uh, wise about each other. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Wex, Sunday, I this I just read this. Ray Fittipaldo wrote about this, but it just reminds me. Sunday is the five-year anniversary of one of the most memorable games of Big Ben coming off the bench when Landry Jones started against the Cleve Brownies. <laughs> right. And in the second series, they knock Landry Jones out of the game, and Ben comes off to throw for 379 yards and three touchdowns and a 30-9 victory. And that's that's something only the Browns would do, you know, <laughs> to go out there and knock Landry out so that Ben comes in and kills him. <laughs> I don't know. What do you say about that? Well, I, I turned 55 on that day. And that was the uh, uh, also uh, reminds me of what the Bengals would do to Mason Rudolph this week. <laughs> yeah, that could well be, no doubt about it. But do you have any? Does it bother you at all that that Ben might not be able to take any snaps until walkthrough on Saturday? Because and really for me, it, it doesn't bother me too much. He's played this team thirty-two times. Well, okay, <laughs> thirty-two, yeah. thirty-two That's times. Two full, wow, two full seasons. He's. Uh, I believe he's uh, he's lost seven, so that's twenty five and seven. Wow, and that's, that's impressive. you know the home the home of his college alma mater. Right. Um, he, uh, uh, I, I, I think he should just go to sleep for a week, wake up, and walk out there and beat him. You know, <laughs> in the middle of the night, even. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it would not bother me. You know, that's the coaches make the big money for making that. It, you know, it's not a difficult decision for us, right? But for a coach, you're 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 risking some heat. You're risking losing respect of players who are practicing all week and and are being told, "Hey, you got to practice if you want to play." 
and here right. comes Ben waltzing right in. But that's just how it is, you know, when you've played a team 32 times. Right. You know, the thing is, I remember the great Larry Brown towards the end of his career the last couple of years. Yeah. He wouldn't practice at all until Friday. Right. And nobody, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't say boo to him because he just played so great on Sundays. Right. You're like, don't well, mess didn't... with it. <laughs> don't mess with it. Didn't Rod Woodson invent that coaching position deep behind the safeties during the week? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sitting, you sitting know. on your helmet watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so he was another guy that didn't have to practice. Right. Weck, That's how it is. Jimmy, um, I, yeah. I, I, what do you think about this COVID uh uh, the thing uh, when uh, you know the all these guys are in have contact with uh, uh, some guys that uh, were uh, COVID uh, exp- uh, COVID uh, thing. You mean yeah. the list you're they talking about? Yeah, and you and you you contact right contact tracing. Yeah, yeah. contact uh, tracing. Who's been close to him? I like it because you you, you sometimes you, it doesn't. It doesn't hit you as a positive test for two to five days. So you don't know if you're dealing with an active participant in the COVID world while you're putting him around your other players. That's, because yeah. he, tests, he tests negative the next day doesn't mean in two, three days after that he's positive and he's already infected the rest of your team. So, uh, And I don't know all that much about it, and I don't know that anyone does, but this makes sense to me. You know, there's no doubt about the fact that uh, there's a delay factor. And I even wondered, well, did Marlon Humphrey have anything to do with Vance catching exactly. the COVID? You know what I mean? Because that could happen. Right. You know, now people say, well, there's been no proven player to player on opposite teams transfer. Who says that? I mean, you don't know. know. You know what I mean? That's the thing about it. Nobody knows. I don't want there to be active to active uh, Right. They're the ones saying that. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? What what wasn't made clear at the press conference at Mike Tomlin's press conference Tuesday was why Vance missed practice because of illness. Negative was allowed to fly on the plane. Right. You know what was the illness? Yeah. Related. I I don't know that anyone asked that. And since I didn't participate, it's hard for me to criticize because I could have gone on and asked. But right, right. So. Yeah, the point is, though, it, it's done, you know, and it's over and done with, and everything was adhered to by the NFL proto- protocols. Right. You know, the best as you can. I mean, the one well, thing I, I, I loved about what Mike Tomlin says, we are uh, we got the NFL league office on speed dial. Right. You know I mean? Because uh-huh. everything changes uh-huh. so much and so fast. Right. Yeah, uh, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily see the great uh, obstacle to overcome this week. I mean, everybody everybody likes Vance as a tight end. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and, uh, you know, Hawkins will be missed in, in Jumbo. Right. Uh, and uh, Ben's going to get some rest on those knees. Yes. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't believe that Ben's going to have a hard time assimilating the game plan. Absolutely. You know, the other thing is I'm <laughs> hoping that – no problem. I'm hoping that Vince is, is all good to go because yeah. one of the things you need, like I talked about earlier with, you know, Baltimore oh, yeah. dropping 265 right. on you and then the Cowboys dropping 144 rushing yards on you, Vince needs to be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, okay. is Vance is Vance going to uh, uh, play Sunday or is he uh, uh, put He's on the COVID? Out, he? Yeah. 
Well, you know, he's he. I don't know that there are any defenders who've been here longer than him. Yeah. I think he's a 2013 guy. So if there's one guy that could do it on defense, I would think it would be him or or somebody like Cam if that was. Uh, but um, and he, he, they have an A plus backup too now. And we see the uh, Avery Williamson. And for you announcers, this should be an easy transition from Williams to Williamson. Yeah. You know, that, that leads to a whole problem all by itself, though, when you go back and forth, you know. But let me go back to what Tunch said. Was, uh, Vance is ruled out, right? Um, so the, I don't know that Vance is ruled out. Okay. Uh, and I may be getting my Vance's and Vince's mixed up and my Williams and Williamson's. Oh, my goodness. But, We're going <laughs> to. This even, is about to spiral out of control. Even yeah, advance is ruled out. You know, you, you're going to have Derek Watt back and uh, Zach Gentry's. Uh, I I, I kind of like Zach Gentry. I watch him practice. I kind of I I think he's really eager for his chance. And of course, they have Ebron. So uh, absolutely, I, 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 you know, Vance is a loss. But you know, when you say there there are five guys with COVID and there's an outbreak on the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger's included, you you want to. Um, you know, shriek and think the 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 end is near, and uh, but it's it's not that bad as, as far as I see it. You know, Zach Gentry reminds me of Jesse James. Uh, he's long mm-hmm. and he uh, he's got good hands and he runs good routes. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see him play on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Me too. And you know, he'll be going against his old college teammate. Oh no 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 no, Drew Sample. I'm, I'm I'm thinking Zach was a Washington guy. I think all the tight ends that come out anymore are Washington guys. <laughs> all the way from Bruner. You know, Mark, <laughs> Mark Bruner. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's a scout now, and I always right. every, every year Washington has one or two, and I'm always going to him asking him, "What about this guy? What about that guy? Oh, I really like this guy. I really like that guy." <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I was thinking Gentry was uh, one of those guys, but he's not. Drew Sample is very similar to Gentry. And he's the Cincinnati tight end right now, uh, and that's it's nice not to have to worry about um, who was the uh, injury prone guy they they had there uh, out of Notre Dame uh, all these past years. I <laughs> can't. I, Sorry, I can't can't help you there. This is cause you, you say I look good for sixty, but listen, Tyler. Oh, Tyler Eifert. Yes, there Tunch pulls it out. Way to go, Tyler Eifert. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. great! And you're always you're always wondering, man, is he going to be healthy? Because he's good when he's healthy. And right. He's been nervous about Tyler Eifert for how many years, and so it's nice not to see him on the uh, depth chart this year. You know, the hardest thing about all this is like you wait each day, wondering if somebody else is going to turn up positive. Right. You know what I mean? That's the problem yeah, when I you have. Been. You're too- What's that? You can't live through your fears. <laughs> I, I don't have that. Now, now I'm going to hang up and I'm going to start worrying. Oh, what are you doing to me? I know. That's my problem. I think about these things. You know, you think, okay, you know, Mike Tomlin says if one fails, we all fail. Well, you think about, okay, so you got one went down, then right. you got four more through the protocol with, you know, contact tracing. When they analyze that stuff that they wear around them, you know, those, those, uh, Watches. GPS things, yeah, yeah watches, and, and and so that all plays a part of the contact tracing. I'm thinking, how many more guys could turn up on this thing? You don't know. Yeah, I am assuming they got them all. Uh, I think anybody that turns up now would be a, just a different. You know, it's it's spreading. It's a, it's going to be a third wave, so it's it's picking up, and 
Western PA hasn't been hit hard in either of the first two waves. Maybe this is our turn. So uh, I just think numbers are going to pick up anyway. But as far as the team goes, uh, you know, it's, I, 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 I have the security, I have the positive feeling that they've corralled it right now. Oh, that would be great. Right. All right, but now we got a chance for Tyson Alu-Alu and Mike Hilton to return this week, Wex. Those guys, I think they're a big part of right. the problem with the uh, rushing defense and what's not going so well. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they're still ninth in the NFL in rush defense, and the Bengals wish they had those problems. They're, you know, 32 uh, yards per carry. They're they're dead last in the run defense. So, uh, absolutely, Hilton and Alu will help. And, uh, you know, those younger guys gained experience. That's another thing. You know, this, this team hasn't played its best ball yet, and there's, there are guys, important guys, getting better. Right as they go, and so uh, I don't know. I have a positive feeling about this. They had a scare last week, and they they found a way to pull it out. And now guys are coming back. You know, I, I was thinking last week that even if Hilton and Alulu were close to returning, that the Bengals game should be the priority. And I'm assuming it was. If if one of those guys was possibly ready maybe to go to push it against Dallas. Now they're going to be fresh for Cincinnati. So uh, absolutely, those those two will help. And, and think how, how much better Cam Sutton has become. Yeah, yeah. good point by you. Yeah, and Trey, uh, uh, Tyson Alulu will abuse Trey Hopkins. Yeah. They're, they're center. Okay. And, and I, I, I just love uh, Tyson Alulu. And, you know, Tyson has been dominant – Versus every center that he's played, yeah, thus yeah. far he's playing at a Pro Bowl level. Isn't yeah, he? we just had uh, we just had Carl Dunbar on there, and that's what he said. Uh, just because he works so hard at it, yeah. So, yeah, uh, everybody's excited to have Alu Alu back. Yeah, and he, even though nose tackle doesn't play all that uh, much, and you know Mixon, he's going to have fresh legs, but he hasn't been as dangerous as. Everybody, as his reputation uh, precedes him, he just three point six per carry. It's just not yeah. scary. It's the offensive line. Yeah, it's the offensive line. It's the offensive line. Joe Mixon is uh, okay. a great running back, okay. but uh, they have uh, they they've not been open, uh, opening many holes. All right, we got it. Well, they're, uh, they're also tied for thirty first in sacks allowed. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> but they, but they beat Tennessee and then they went on a bye. Right, they went on a bye after a big win. Yeah, there's a lot of good feelings for two weeks. You're working hard and you're you're confident. So. They're dangerous in that respect. Absolutely. All right, Wex, we got to go, brother. Thank you so very much. Appreciate you checking in. Thanks for having me on, boys. Take Uh, care. Thank you. That's Jim Wexel, Steel City Insider. And he's coming out, by the way, with the book on Troy Palomalo. Right. That'll be good stuff. It's going to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, which is always a good time. Right. All right, we'll be back with more. Tunch and Wolf in the locker room.
Um, man, I've been really impressed with the quarterback, Joe Burrow. He's as good as advertised. Um, his physical talents are one thing, and, 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 you know, they're rock solid, man. This guy can make every throw. Uh, his accuracy is exceptional. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Hello, Steelers fans. This Veterans Day, make an impact for our veterans and their families by supporting Operation Homefront 11 Days of Impact. Donate $11 or more and send a message of thanks to those who serve. Every dollar counts. Visit operationhomefront.org backlash 11 days of impact. So um, That's a great organization. Yeah. I love the fact that they yeah. reach out, they pour life yeah. into our service members, yeah. the people who um, stand out on the front line right. for you and me and all, yeah. every, everybody. And I just, uh, you can never thank them enough and you can never do enough. Right. You know, so... All righty. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about uh, Joe Burrows. Yes. And he has got a great arm. Oh, he does. And, and The kid is fearless. And and he is move around, he moves around a lot. Have you seen – well, I know you've seen because, you know, you were telling me last time we were talking, you were watching the film. But um, just the initial film that I've seen on this kid – yeah, you, you got complete busts where they're letting guys run through free right. runners. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not just talking about Calais Ca- uh, uh, Campbell, but I'm talking about uh, you know other people too. Yeah, other teams. Uh, I forgot who, who was I watching last night. Again, more guys running through the line. You're like going, you kidding me? Yeah, and this kid dodges away, and he still. I, I I saw him wing one 40 yards down the field. Right, spot on after dodging a guy that had a free run at him. Yeah. So he's not going to be easy. Yeah, he he's gonna he is very very elusive, and uh, he's got a great arm. Yeah, he's got a great arm. You know, uh, and yeah, yeah, no. I tell you, he leads. You know, he's one of these guys. Um, he doesn't he doesn't shrink as the game gets hot. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? He's one of these guys that stands tall, whether whether you're up down or you know the, the whether they're free guys running at him or he's got time in the pocket. He stands tall in he the does. pocket. Yes, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, Let's go to the phones. Lynn in Florida. Lynn, uh, welcome to the locker room. Hello, guys. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Happy Day to you, brother. Veterans Day to you. That must have been a special treat. I was saying that must have been a special, very special treat for both of you to share with Kyle. That was excellent. Oh, I yeah. can't tell you uh, just how it, it makes your heart just swell. You know what I mean? Wednesday, right? <laughs> yes. I, yes. I climbed on I climbed on the scale this morning. Now to refresh your memory, I might have said I'm seventy three and a half years old. Okay. I ride my bicycle every day. All right. And I weighed in this morning just after you made me weigh in at one sixty seven point six. Oh so, wow. Boy, you just you shame oh. me, brother. You shame me. That's uh, that's uh, excellent. Man, that's really good stuff. I wanna I want to award lifetime game balls to the entire announcing crew for my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. The two of you and uh, Bill Hargrove have uh, warmed my heart. Once in Colorado, I was out in Colorado for 40 years and all that. I told you that, but like once I could finally listen to you guys through uh, Steeler Nation Radio and all that, you just you just add so much to each game. Now I was the one that critiqued you two weeks ago 
about the, the, the pit in your stomach and all that. And I'm like, come on, guys, you got to be positive. And oh, I'm yes. Nervous Nelly. Right, right. Well, <laughs> last week, last week uh, we were all together, and you were being positive, and we were going to win, and we knew we were. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, thank you for your body of work as your announcers. Uh, <laughs> body being do some, some okay. larger bodies. <laughs> now, <laughs> you got me on that one. Uh, to cut to the chase, I have to bring some perspective to uh, uh, name dropping. There was somebody yesterday, I believe, that oh, yeah. had a name dropping call for you. Uh, you guys both talked about somehow as Steelers, you were you were involved at a, at a Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young concert, right? Yeah. That let me guess the year nineteen four. Say it again, because you cut out for a moment. Yeah, there. yeah, it was in nineteen ninety four because we were uh, uh, no, no, retired. Yeah, no nineteen. 19- 1974. Oh, no, that's too early for that's us. That's too early. I wasn't even in college then. Okay. Well, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young did their biggest tour, uh, I think, ever. Uh, it was in 1974, and it hit all the major baseball and football arenas across America. I was lucky enough to be on the road crew for that. Really? <laughs> so oh, wow. I saw like I saw like I saw like twenty two Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young concerts in a row. All right, and I never tired of one note of their music. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when I was out when I was out in Colorado, I was the late man for a small. This is a, can you imagine a three hundred seat nightclub? Okay, wow, three hundred seat, and I was able to lay and work with and get to meet BB King, James Ooh. Brown, oh Charles yeah, Daniels, Marshall Tucker. Wow. Rate John Prime. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Being in Aspen, in terms of being in Aspen, of course, John Denver played on our stage 12 times because he was he was a, a local like me. Uh, Jimmy Buffett and Glenn Fry both used to live in Aspen together. I mean, not together. Now, did you meet him? Hold on, hold on. Your name dropping, but you got to actually I, meet him. Excuse me. I worked stage crew in this 300 seat nightclub. Of course I did. I was the guy lighting them. My other two buddies were the sound men. They made him sound good, and I made him look good. Listen, and brother, you are I, – I salute you. You're the biggest name dropper I've ever run across. You just blow me off the stage, man. Yeah. <laughs> you are so good. I didn't want to – I didn't want to nitpick occasional memories. You know, I just had that, to get it all out at once. What can I say? Uh, that was, I was great. Woodstock, I was at Woodstock as a civilian. Luckily, I'm glad I went to Woodstock as a civilian. Five really? Five days, life-changing. It was magical. Uh, three years later, I ended up working for the company that was the production people at Woodstock. The man's name was Bill Graham, the promoter. Right, yeah. Fillmore East, famous nightclub, Fillmore West. Well, I got to work with him for three years in California. My goodness. And, uh, uh, three years after Woodstock in 1970, I'm sorry, my math, four years after Woodstock in 1973, summer of 73, at the Watkins Glen Racetrack in upstate New York, Wolf. Okay, right. Watkins Glen. Yep. They had a they had a, a concert called Summer Jam. It was larger than Woodstock. No kidding. Larger than Woodstock. It was the Grateful Dead, the Almond Brothers, and a group called the Band. Oh, yeah. Backed up Bob Dylan and to, to, to my day, my favorite musicians of all time. Yeah. No it was those three bands, and that was my first time ever working on a rock and roll stage. Uh, <laughs> I was blessed to have fifteen years of that. So. Yeah. You should write a book, brother. I bet you could tell some stories. Uh, I, I've been in the process of trying to get off the ground, Wolf, for like 
12 years. I'm trying to convince myself why anybody would want to bother to buy it. But each one of us should be able to write down our memories of our life, you know? No you doubt know, about it. Everybody's lives get lost. <laughs> their, their, their stuff gets thrown in dumpsters. Their, their memories get lost. Uh, we all should be writing our own autobiographies. Maybe someday <laughs> mine will get Anyway, I love you guys. Go Steelers. Um, mm, what a great team this is. What Appreciate you, brother. Selfless. You guys, too. Uh, talk to you soon. Pre- appreciate oh, you, Lynn. God bless. Lynn, you set a new standard name dropping, brother. Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank All right, you brother. Thank take you. care. All right. All right. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Lynn. You know, I could you can't even begin to compare. I mean, that was just awesome. Good deal. Yeah. You gotta come back sometime and tell us some more about the, the name drops that he dropped. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh Let's go to Bill in Indianapolis. Bill, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thanks to all the veterans out there and the current uh, men and women in the service for everything they've done and do. Hey, uh, last week uh, I came in swinging at uh, PR for uh, <laughs> constantly hyping all the things that we all already know. This week I, I got I to go after Pepe for his COVID comments the other day about uh, thinking that they should let let the players play if they don't have any symptoms. I mean, it's it's reckless and and, and disrespectful to the virus. I mean, science says that those who are, are infected can transmit it to others, regardless of their own, you know, whether they're showing symptoms or not. And you know, nobody knows what's going to happen if if you contract it. So it's kind of you know our responsibility. To do what we can to protect our fellow man, you know. So, well, I, 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 I got I don't you. Like that yeah, no, I, I got you. Everybody's got you know the ability to come in and state an opinion. That's what the you know Steelers Nation right here is all about. We come out and we talk about it. Um, yeah, I think it's a little. It would be difficult if you test positive. You, <laughs> no, you shouldn't be out there. But the point is, you could be testing negative, and then during the game a, a day later. You know, you don't know. You could be somehow contracting. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But once you have it, you got a corn. Absolutely. Right. No question. That's the best you can do. And again, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen if they get it. And, you know, so anyways, hey, uh, let's go on to the perspective, my perspective, to the uh, the Steelers at that halfway point of the season. Um, you know, we're... We've taken eight steps on that stairway to seven, but here's a fact that we still need seven more wins at this point of the season to assure the AFC North title. So there's a lot of football left to be played in the second half. So let's not get too too far ahead of ahead of ourselves. Okay? Right. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, it's time for the coaching staff to to begin the process of doing. What the what, what the Steelers do best, and, and eliminate the things that that aren't showing positive results. Uh, you know, I don't want to see any more runs behind Eric Ebron, and they've kind of reduced the runs from the two point stance. Um, I, I want to see uh, more of what I've been you know cheering for all season with you guys is Juju in the slot crossing routes, and the other uh, consistently successful thing I've been seeing is that those bunch formations, which are creating. Um, you know, drive continuations on those short short yardage plays. I would have loved to have seen that instead of James uh, James run on uh, fourth down in, in Dallas. But uh, you know, I, I digress. Um, you know, the greatest the greatest coach, arguably the greatest coach in the history of the game, Vince Lombardi, 
uh, said something to the effect of, you know, we're going to keep running it even if they know it's coming because we're going to do it so well that they can't stop it. And, uh, and another great coach, it pains me to say, in New England, he's been kind of doing that same thing for for decades with, with old Tommy Boy, you know, hitting that hitting that slot guy on the ins and outs and sending the big tight end, you know, behind him and giving Tommy his, right. his uh, choice. And and I see Ben as, as becoming that kind of thrower, and that and that's that's really exciting, um, you know, to see if, if we can continue to build on that and, and keep these drives alive and, and to uh, keep the offense on, on the field because uh, we're, they're going to need that against certain opponents as the year progresses. You know, um, I hear you, brother. We got to we got to break, my friend. But it's the, the whole thing is now to throw short, run long, right? And, right? and Chuck always said that. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, uh, we we went uh, we went on uh, on a play, and we said they knew what we were running. And he said, "I don't care what they knew." Exactly. You got to be run it. All right, we're gonna go to break, and we'll be back with more Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. I'm not overly concerned about it. This guy's been doing his job for 17 years. Um, he's got snap experience that he can call upon. Um, we're still going to work extremely hard virtually um, to prepare. Um, a lot of his work is above the neck anyway um, in terms of preparation. Uh, I have very little concern about it, to be quite honest with you. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That's Mike Tomlin talking about Ben uh, and the virtual aspect of uh, his learning. And he said uh, uh, a lot of his uh, work is above the neck, and right. th- th- that's that's correct. No question about it. Yeah. Look, you can go back to five years ago, like we were talking with Jim Wexel. Right. And the fact that Ben had a black and blue foot against the Cleveland Brownies. Right. And he uh, sit in the bench, and all of a sudden you got uh, 
Landry Jones is out there in the second series. He goes down. They blew up his ankle. He bring Ben off, and here he hadn't practiced all week, and yeah. you know, he went out there and laced him for 379 yards and three TDs. Right, and uh, I think that's what's going to happen this Could week. Could well happen yeah. again. You're exactly right, Chalich. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, Ben is so great. Well, it's uh, it's mastery of your craft. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was, you yeah. know? There's a point in time, I remember when you talk about you, you were in a zone, you hadn't given up a sack in like three years, yeah. and you was just like, that's mastery of the craft. Right. You know, you, you're at that point and you have that confidence. And I can't tell you how success begets success and success begets confidence. Right. And confidence and success begets winning. You yeah. know, I mean, it just it just rolls together. Confidence and success begets confidence. Yes. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. All right. Let's go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. good. How are you, Juan? Doing great. Before I get started, happy veterans to all the veterans. Yes. I know we got CR and our guy, um, Adam, all the way in Guam. So shout out to those guys. Yeah. And well, shout out to you. Shout out to your son. That was a good conversation listening to him. Oh, that was fun. Thank you. That's yeah. That's great. And shout out to our big and shout out to our Baker's dozen crew. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so um, I was listening. Uh, well, if I miss win, so g- give me the details. Oh, I've already told yeah, me, so give me it's the a details. double boo. I went 303. You know, I was waylaid by the good lady Faith, my beautiful dear wife, who pulled the pizza party. Surprise last night on, on a Tuesday night. How do you do that the night before weighing? Yeah. And I just got sucked in. I was like, oh. It was. How, it how many pe- how many pieces did you eat? I had more than one and not the whole box. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say you probably you probably ate the whole box. <laughs> oh, it's just terrible, man. Just oh, that's hey, so- hey, Tunch, hey, Tunch. On Tuesday night, I think we might have to keep him at your house so we can try to pass <laughs> this thing. Hey, how about Tunch? He gets booed too because he didn't he didn't crest two hundred. Right, one ninety eight. Yeah, I, I, we had to know, boo him. Juan. I, I'm I'm gonna uh, crest two hundred. All right, because I'm gonna get a pizza party. All right, there you go. <laughs> Hey, hey, another thing, Tunch, we're going to have to figure out something with Thanksgiving coming around. You know, we're going to have a double whammy. Wait, 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 wait. We're calling off no weigh-ins before Thanksgiving. Yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, um, That's just wrong. The, uh, Thanksgiving, we're doing the Baltimore Ravens game. Oh, so, That's right, the day so off. So we got we to gotta eat early. And often. Oh, so, yeah, so we'll, <laughs> yeah, but... Hey, Bobby, gonna have to tell Wolf wife to hide to hide everything else. Cause when he come home, I know he's gonna go for more. <laughs> you know it, man. You know it. Oh heavens, it ain't easy being me. Let me tell you. And it ain't hard either. <laughs> hey, Wolf, I, I'm think I'm thinking you start the way off for me, cause my wife's telling me the same thing. I'm, I'm thinking about food a lot. I say, hey, listening to Wolf, that's why. <laughs> you know, I can dumb down any audience. Just give me a moment. That's all. <laughs> Oh, well, all right, Juan. What do you got, brother? Hey, so um, um, so did you guys know this one here? This is the first time in Kevin Kohler history 
all draft picks has suited up this year for the team. That's right. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's great. Man, that says everything about Kevin Colbert yeah. and his expertise. Yeah, Kevin Colbert's uh he's great. Uh, he's a great uh scout and uh And he knows G- how to pick GM. donuts too. Yeah, yeah. And um. he's got he's got to pick uh Orums. Orums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the guy the guy's a genius, man. The guy knows how to draft guys and We've always seen the find these gems, and I know teams be wishing they can draft like us. I agree with you, brother. Absolutely. Get yeah, it? so um, any good news on um, Tyson or Mike for this week coming up? Well, uh, we, we, we're, we're hoping. We're, we're hoping. hoping that Mike says they got a chance. We'll see. Tomorrow is our day. We had to get down to practice to get to watch. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, thank you guys. God bless you. Love you guys. God bless right. you. Love you too, Juan. Take care. Take care, brother. Thank you. All right, uh, uh, we're gonna go to Dano in Florida. Dano, uh, welcome to the locker room, brother. Gentlemen, how are you today? Fabulous, Dano, and yourself. Well, I'm um, actually. This is a call of shame. <laughs> we got a booyah. <laughs> We got it. Yeah, I was going to say, Jake, get it ready. But, uh, 277.3. Now, now, what's your goal? What's what's your Mendoza, your Mendoza line? My Mendoza line is to at least be at 265 by Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. Well, All right. we're going to hold you. You got to hold it. You got to hold to it. Dano, we're, we're, yes, we're, we're, we're going to encourage you. <laughs> Tunch, okay. we're trying to get Tunch above two hundred. The guy's he's well, such a. I taught him how to eat big when he first came here. I want to. I want to go. I want a pizza party. Yeah, we're gonna have a pizza party. Okay. We're gonna take him to Calientes, fill him up. Hey, yeah, gentlemen, like that Little River song used to say, "Hang on, help is on the way." <laughs> Very because good. I found the maple bacon donut. No. Oh man, the legendary. The Med- legend, I'm telling you right now, look for a box oh. at, the, at the front of the uh, building. Because, oh, my heavens. Um, I found them, and they're coming your way, Tunch. Oh, oh, oh man, oh, I, oh. I, I, I want them. I want That's them. beautiful. He needs them. <laughs> I need he them. needs it. I need a, I need a triple <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I... I, I can't. I, I can only work so hard. So it's, uh, it took Dan, me forever to get. This. You're like the donut fairy, buddy. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dan, Dano. That's an ugly visual. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dano. Dano, you you that's bring it. you bring so much insight to this locker room. That's a joy, man. Yeah. Just sheer joy. <laughs> but anyway, I want to give a, a thank you and a shout out to all our veterans yeah. that yeah. are serving. Uh, that have served and are serving now. Yeah. Amen. Amen to and that, brother. Also, uh, I tell you what, uh, tell your son, Wolf, yes. uh, thank you for the privilege of listening to his interview this morning. Thank you. He is. He is a wonderful. He's a wonderful man. Yeah, I, you know he, what? He's a, he's a better son than I was yeah, a father. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. Special. Yeah, he, he he's a great guy. Great young man. Love yeah. him. But, so thank you, uh, yeah, thank you, Daniel. 
it was it was uh, uh, just a privilege to listen to him. It really was. Thank you. And I can only I, I'm sure that you were absolutely beaming over there. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, I was cheesing pretty good. He said uh, he was having a smile ear to ear. <laughs> absolutely. And, and that was before I even told him about the maple bacon donut. Yes, right? exactly. Dana, we got less than a minute, buddy. So we're gonna have to yeah, wrap anyway. it up. Listen, thank you for your participation. Thanks for everything, bro. Thanks, Dan. I love you, brother. All right. Hey, and uh, still locking arms and praying for you, son. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate you. Love you, you. buddy, Dan. Thank you. All right, Chalooch, we got 30 seconds. So, you know, um, tomorrow will be important. I'm I'm looking forward to going down to the south side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we see who is. We need Tyson. We need Mike Hilton back. Right. All right. right. So that's it for today. Appreciate you so much to all our armed forces, men and women. We love you. Thank you for standing. We love you. Love you. Appreciate you. We're out of here. Bye bye.